0: Dig it! Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Macho Movie Man podcast. Uh, why is it episode 12 and not episode 11? Because episode 11 was recorded last week. It was a lot of fun. It was a great episode. But uh, due to technical smellness, uh, nothing actually recorded. So I will go back in time at some point and redo that episode. We did Airplane last week. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully it's as much fun the second time having to do it. But uh, that will be done at some point. But until then, we go from episode 12 onwards. Uh, And hello and welcome to episode 12. Uh, Thomas Mulaney is back with me in studio today. Hello, people of Radio Land. And what movie are we doing today?
1: We're covering the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie.
0: Whip! Uh... I love this film. Yes, I'm just looking back, watching, rewatching it again. I'm like, as much as I do like, you know, the Tom Holland stuff, and as much as I try to find the good in the Andrew Garfield <laughs> stuff, I feel sorry for Andrew Garfield.
1: I liked him. It was his, it was the writing more than anything else. Yeah, that he was a great. Him. He
0: was a really good Spider Man. His movies just didn't do him justice. I like the first one. Yeah, the first one's fine. Mm. It's it is a it is a lesser version of this film. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, we're covering the better version of the Amazing Spider-Man from twenty twelve. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, the just rewatching this, I'm like, this is why I love the character. I like it was definitely
1: one of the major things because like, I grew up watching the Fox kids show nineties Spider-Man cartoon. Lucky. I grew up watching that, and then you know. I was raised on, like, the Sp- Spider-Man trilogy, and it's what got me into it. And it's why... It's the main reason why I'm such a huge, like, Spider-Man fan. And, like, I know I've owned so many of the comics.
0: Absolutely. I This was... I, I found... I, I, Spider-Man was, like, the first superhero I remember. Like, X-Men came later. Batman came later. You know. Uh, every, everyone else. Everything else just came later. Because, again, like, this was 2002. I would have been... Four? I oh, know. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Five, what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I need a Oh, that's, that E in uh, ordinary level maths at the junior, so it's really coming in handy there, Jake.
1: Oh, we're film people. We don't need math. Um,
0: no. We didn't go to school for maths. Exactly. I mean, we did, but whatever. <laughs> we what were meant to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but, uh... Yeah, no. Uh... Yeah, and then, but again, I feel like this was. This isn't the best one, though.
1: No, the second the one's the best. The
0: second one's best. Mm-hmm. The second one was where, like, my love for Spider Man really came from because I remember watching that one before this one, but I, w- I did grow up watching this a lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: I actually, the way I saw it was. Um, like, I, I, I was kind of the same. Like, I definitely saw the first one cuz my mum my mom just sees superheroes and was just kind of like, you know, oh, superheroes kids. Like she never really thinks that super things could have dark, you know, tones. No. Um so I showed her an episode of the boys. She got about 10 minutes into it. But um, <laughs> what do you call it? Um yeah, so like I definitely saw the first one, but my memory of it is 213 is how I remember it. Yeah. But like, I I went back and watched it there two nights ago and I still love the film, and you can kind of tell, like, there's really tiny little bits that pop up for a few seconds where you're like, you can tell Sam Raimi did horror films before. Yeah. But, like, uh, I love the film. My main comment, though, is there's so many, um, oh, what do you call them? I should know this. Uh,
0: Questionable CGI?
1: No! The CGI is fine for being 2002. Uh, Continuity errors. There's so many continuity errors. That was it. Yeah. There's like, I was watching it and I was like, that wasn't there in the like last shot. Or like, I'll point them out when I remember them yeah. when you're going through
0: the story. I think I saw the second one in cinemas. I definitely saw the third one in cinemas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought I thought the third one was good when I saw it. I, but no. it's the war. Well, again, like what two thousand? I was, I was nine. I've been
1: because so, Venom's my favorite Spider-Man villain, so I've loved him oh, for I'm, as long as I've loved Spider-Man. And then I saw the Venom in that movie, and I was like, "That was fucking shit." <laughs> Sandman was really good in it. Your man who played him was really
0: good. Oh yeah, like this, the like Spider-Man three would have been such a better film where they just didn't, didn't have Venom, do yeah. Venom. Yeah, I mean, but it was like the new Green God, new Green Goblin, and Sandman would have been. Yeah, I knew, but you know, Sony, Sony made the call. Okay, we're gonna. So we're going to fit three vil- villains into this, but it's okay. Sony learned the mistake and they never made it again.
1: <laughs> sure. Um. The fourth one apparently was going to be The Lizard with Peter Connors and yeah. The future. Those were going to be the two villains in the fourth one. Yeah,
0: it, I think... And... Oh, what was it? It would have been... Uh, yeah because they had they had been setting up they had, had Dr. Like, Connors is yeah, in all he, three films he had in, yeah I mean he's referenced here but you then see him in the second and the third one although it said in the this one that like he's Peter's boss and then in the second one he's Peter's lecturer
1: that's because in the second one he's in college
0: yeah, but it's just kind of like, hang on, is there two different? Or or is this guy who, like, runs this lab also teaching college students on the side?
1: You know, a nice little side hustle. <laughs> when you when you own, like, a major genetics lab, you know, you need a second job because yeah, it's a Yeah, you know, he needs,
0: he, needs, he needs to buy all those mice for him to grow arms onto. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, no, I can fully understand not liking the third one. But, yeah, with my stupid child brain, I'm like
1: is all right oh like i know why kids like it it was
0: just that me yeah. as a fan i didn't just like, like it Just like oh he's black now <laughs> the reverse michael jackson um. <laughs> but now looking back oh god the third one really just showed the issues with um Tobey mcguire as spider-man
1: well was that like by the third one came around like sure um jake gyllenhaal was apparently, was in talks to take over the role of Peter Parker. I, I, I
0: have notes on what, how that whole thing happened. I, I don't will know. go into that. Yeah. Do you want to go into that now, or do you want to wait? Later, till we'll do it after. Later, because like, it's um, written down in the post section of my notes.
1: That's grand yeah. I have a few facts myself. But, like, as in... Yeah, so, like, he didn't even really want to do the second one, and it was just kind of contractually off so by the time mm. the third one came around, he didn't care. And then also... Yeah. Sony being dumbasses were like yo Sam Raimi you know this vision you have for this film we're gonna fuck with it adding this character you don't want to use and he was like I don't want to use that And they were like well we'll sue you if you don't yeah so obviously like that's definitely going to kill your love of the franchise
0: absolutely because he was pirate because he was a humongous spider-man fan
1: oh yeah like sure there's references to like all of like there's so many references throughout the trilogy to just like other villains even in the background like they mention so much of the rose gallery Mm. even just in like little teases and stuff so like
0: they they even drop a doctor strange reference before anyone knew how much that would eventually tie in (laughs) yeah it's mad that
1: he's doing the doctor strange sequel isn't it (laughs)
0: yeah but also amazing because like Him doing anything horror-related and also him being able to do work within the MCU because they will definitely give him...
1: A huge fucking
0: budget. I, I feel like he'd get more creative freedom than maybe scott derrickson did just because it's sam raimi
1: it's also the fact that now everyone knows doctor strange so it's kind of like it's a lot easier but like as in like they're doing into the multiverse madness which is based on lovecraft
0: and they can and they can fuck with the multiverse yeah
1: it's gonna be a fucking mind warp i'm so glad that sam raimi's back for it but now
0: which is also why we're doing it now because god knows when the far from home trailer is gonna drop oh god yeah yeah um,
1: a lot of people thought it would drop for Tom Holland's birthday. I didn't think yeah, it would. It's yeah. gonna like it's gonna fucking drop. I'd say probably in like September, October.
0: Yeah, because it's it's December. Yeah. It we feels...
1: have four we have four Marvel films coming out this year.
0: I know, and um, we've I'm already see and we've, all of them. And we've already had two TV shows. Now three. Loki aired today. Yeah. The, uh, Loki
1: TV show on
0: airs on Disney Plus. Go watch right. it. Um, i i watched it this morning. I have not watched it. Not sponsored by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Uh, we are not sponsored by Disney. No. This, this podcast is the happiest place on earth. We will see you in court, Disney. <laughs> We're gonna lose. Uh, anyway, so yes, as we said, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, directed by Sam Raimi. Mm,
1: starring Tobey McGuire.
0: It's weird how we have to say it's the Sam Raimi one to uh, differentiate between the two other versions, because it's then like... it's like, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, who's it directed by? Sam Raimi.
1: It's just like I remember when the Spider Man trilogy finished and being like, "When's the fourth one?" They're like, "We're not making a fourth one." I was like, "Okay, fuck you!" And then out of nowhere, it was like, "Hey, the amazing Spider Man movie with no characters, you know?" And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then my dad, it's fish. I essentially I made my dad lock up shit about the movie because I couldn't understand yeah. why it was getting rebooted, and only then to find out
0: it was because they're contractually obligated to keep making Spider yes. Man films. Uh, starring starring different versions of the characters you already liked, yeah, but exactly. hey, hey, that guy from the Social Network who wasn't a dickhead, he's playing Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cast includes Tobey Maguire as uh, Peter Parker, Kirsten Dunst as uh, Mary, Mary Jane. Jane Watson, Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn, aka aka the best Joker actor who never played the Joker.
1: He, like, he'd be perfect as the Joker. I still stand by
0: that. Yeah, still, as an older Joker now, but, like, he was also an Aquaman. Yeah, that's true. Which is slightly strange. But, uh, Harry Osborn as peak James Franco. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. That's, like,
1: fresh out Freaks and Geeks, isn't
0: it? Yeah, like, pre-Seth Rogan James Franco. Although, I still think his best performance was Disaster Artist. (laughs) What is line? What is... <laughs> oh, Hitchcock never directed with his dick out. Well, let's check the record and make sure. <laughs> oh, Aunt May, played by Rosemary Harris. Uncle Ben, played by Cliff Robertson, who is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although, thankfully, Rosemary Harris still is. I oh, wish and... Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm really hoping that like Far From Home does really well, so they keep bringing multiverse versions of Spider Man back, because I just want to see a scene with all three and uh, Aunt May's. Yeah. Where the t- where um, you know, uh Sally, where like Rosemary Harris is just kind of pissed off that all of them get progressively younger and like more attractive, and then also the MCU version was like, ah, here for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, and. Flash Thompson, Joe Yellow. Yeah, I
1: didn't realise that until first I ever film. watched yeah. it recently. And as soon as yeah. I saw him, I was like, that's that sexy guy.
0: <laughs> that's that guy who was the only decent part of the first version of uh, Justice League in uh, the post credit scene.
1: Yeah, he fucking Deathstroke.
0: Yeah, the only part of that first Justice League movie that made me geek out.
1: Pretty much that. Which
0: is a damning indictment of a movie. Yeah.
1: Sure. He's married to the really hot Latino woman, uh,
0: Sophia Vergara. Yes. Yeah, so he's had. Uh, fucking pa- beautiful he's, power had. He's, he's had, M- he's had uh, MJ in a Spider Man movie and uh, Gloria from Modern Family.
1: Lucky man.
0: And obviously, J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons.
1: i like, there's a lot of, like, between from Marvel, DC, and like, other comic stuff, there's a lot of casting. I'm like, that's fucking great. But J.K. Simmons is Jonah Jameson is the best casting in any Spider like like it's better than Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man like it's yeah. the best casting and I remember seeing photos, um, spoilers if you haven't seen the film but it's been like three years um, from the last Spider Man movie with Tom Holland two far from home.
0: years two years but
1: yeah still yeah but as in like I remember I saw a photo of J. J.K. Simmons Ash, the red carpet of the film when I was like, he hasn't gone to any of the other ones. I was like, he's definitely in this film. And then we all saw it in cinema and J.K. Simmons popped up. I was just
0: oh, like, Fuck yeah. I, <laughs> oh, Oh, I haven't seen a cinema crowd lose their minds like that since... Well, actually, I saw them lose their mind in Endgame. But, yeah. uh, you know, sec, that's the a second time that year I saw it. But, no, uh, like... Also, I did love the fact that they pulled that after every... All the time during the pre production were just kind of like, hang on a minute, they've cast a new uh, J. Jonah Jameson, mm-hmm. who was the, the teach, one of the teachers that was on the trip. Yeah. And asked the guy from the first room, the tall, black uh, ball guy, uh, who him and the other teacher had like this weird uh, sitcom dynamic <laughs> Style, going yeah. on. Just like, it's the Voltron. <laughs> that was- But, uh, yeah, everyone thought he'd be uh, J. J Jonah Jameson because they didn't add for, like, Audis where Mm. he was doing uh, Peter Parker's driving exam. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, They were just like, I could see that dynamic as uh, uh, Jameson, but but you couldn't recast Mm. the role, really. You, like, you fucking can't. That's why Amazing Spider-Man didn't. They They just hinted at it. It was like, see, he's here. We're just really... We're just too scared to touch it, you know?
1: Like... He's so perfect to the point when I talk about J.K. Simmons and someone's like, I don't know who that actor is. I'm like, give me photos of Spider-Man! And they're like, oh, that guy! I'm like, yeah, that's him! <laughs> I,
0: I, quote, I quote that at least once every fortnight. Give me a photo of Spider-Man. When girl sends you nudes and you're like, no, give me photos of Spider-Man. Anyway, let's get, get into pre-production because this might be the most we've had to talk about pre-production. Oh yeah, definitely. Because this movie... ...was 20 years in the making.
1: Because of lawyers. Uh,
0: Originally in the 80s, the rights belonged to the guys at Canon Film... ...and thank the good lord above that they never got that movie made... ...because Canon Films, for any of you who don't know... ...were the gods and masters of so-bad-it's-good B-movies in the 80s. You know, the Masters of the Universe movie... A.K.A. Courtney Cox's dead parents, as an honest trailer would put it. I haven't seen that film, Mastery
1: of the He-Man. I know, I've seen photos of it, it looks fucking perfect. Yeah.
0: It, it's it's really fucking campy. I, I imagine so. They make uh, a new one. Yes, which will probably be much less campy. But hopefully still campy, because it's fucking He-Man. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh... The Sylvester Stallone, guilty pleasure for me, uh, over the top, which was uh, him as a professional arm wrestler. Oh, uh, yeah. Who has to reconnect with his son. Yeah. Uh, um, Sp- Superman 4, yeah. Quest for a Peace. Uh, uh, a shit ton of Chuck Norris movies. And anything that was really bad in the 80s that had the word ninja in the title. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, they were going to make it, but that fell through. Then who got signed on to do it? James Cameron. James Cameron, yes. Have you ever seen the... I have here the full cast of who would have been in that James Cameron uh, Spider-Man movie. Spill the beans. Spill the beans. Well, okay, let's start this off. James Cameron was signed on in the mid-90s, so this would have been sort of around that gap between True Lies, which was him and Arnold Schwarzenegger, their spy movie, and Titanic. Yeah. Uh, The cast would have been, as a Spider-Man, DiCaprio. Ooh, no. But this is pre-Romeo and Juliet, Titanic, heartthrob. So it's like he's young, he would still be a bit too good looking, but again, that kind of was also I, Andrew Garfield's. I, even issue. as
1: like that age, I can't imagine Leonardo DiCaprio as like a quiet nerd who can get bullied. He still seems like he'd be that dude that someone's yeah. like, fuck you, and he's like, I banged your mom, dude. Like
0: I could see him as like the I could see him as Harry Osborn. I could see him as like the shit talking side of Spider-Man. Yeah, you can do the quips. Yeah. Uh the main villain would have been Dark Ark. Played by Schwarzenegger.
1: That was... That's what... I read that fact. I can't remember if it was in
0: the second film or someone else's idea of the film. He was... Which I feel like... It doesn't sound great on paper, but it's James Cameron doing it, and he can always get... He was as good of... He could get the best out of Schwarzenegger than anyone could. Ah, (laughs) Spider-Man! No, I... These arms, they're controlling me. (laughs) I,
1: like... I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but, like, no, I... I can only picture him as Doctor Freeze, Mister Freeze, in the bat, that I horrible Batman could, movie. And he still could have he could have made he could
0: have made a fun Rhino. Yeah,
1: he could do something like that. Yeah. But like Doctor Octopus is meant to be intelligent, I, uh, I know Schwarzenegger is super intelligent. But MJ not that would kind have been
0: intelligent. MJ would have been played by an actress called Nikki Cox, who I've na- not not heard, heard of. of. Maybe she was, was maybe she was like up and coming in the mid nineties. Probably. Uh, Green Goblin would have been a side villain, or they would have introduced him, maybe the same up for a later Sequel film. Sequel villain, yeah. Kevin Spacey. Which sounds
1: Well, tow- as we know, Kevin we- Spacey does like to hunt after little boys, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, like, now that sounds horrendous, but, like, this was mid-90s usual Suspects Kaiser Sose era. See, my thing is that, like, I love
1: actor Kevin Spacey. Yeah. But, like, once I get out of a film, I'm like, Kevin Spacey, you
0: sick son of a bitch. Yeah. But, like, he would have been a
1: really good Norman Osborn in
0: Pre-known diddler, you know. Uh, let's see, the carjacker, like, Uncle Ben's killer would have been Bill Paxton. Game
1: over, man. It's game over.
0: Yeah. uh, uh, Jay they had a version of J. Joe and the Jameson, but it's a bad casting choice because it's impossible not to see J.K. Simmons. Mm. Michael Douglas. Mm, I don't think he could do it. it but this would also nineties
1: Michael Douglas? I don't definitely think he could do
0: it. Yeah, I feel he could have been I feel like he'd have been a good Kurt Connors. Yeah. He, I feel, he could have been any sort of science-based Spider-Man villain.
1: Yeah, I can't see him as J.K. Simmons, yeah. honestly. I mean, J. John Jameson,
0: is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aunt May, they they would have gotten Catherine Hepburn, which would have been insane. That would have been, like, getting Meryl Streep to play Aunt May now. Catherine
1: Hepburn?
0: She What had, do I know her from? Uh, she was in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. She's been in, like, a bunch of, like, old movies like she was again she was guess who's kind of done it is that
1: the really racist one
0: that's the one well... that's yellow face no, that's that's Breakfast at Tiffany's. Tip oh. Guess Who's Coming Dinner is uh, literally kind of the opposite of that. It's like a uh, white girl brings black guy home to parents who say they're not racist. But oh, have, okay. But are kind of, ooh, ooh. Um. Hey, they're not racist yeah. as long as the black guy's not with their She child. won the Best Actress Oscar four times. Like, I
1: definitely, I, I know the fucking name. Yeah. So she said it, I was like, I know this bitch. You're um, getting
0: a, I think you are getting a mix-up with Audrey Hepburn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Yeah, that would have been an insane guess. Uh Michael Bean would have been Sandman. So there would have been a there would have been four villains. villains overall, but like maybe like later setups or like secondary. Yeah. Uh, and Lance Hendrickson would have been Electro. So it would have been there would have been a few James Cameron uh uh regulars yeah. in supporting roles.
1: I'd be interested to see it. Didn't Michael Jackson at one point? I do know Catherine Hepburn. Uh, didn't Michael Jackson at one point? He, he tried wants, by the he to wanted, Spider-Man. He wanted to play it. He oh wanted my. to do his own film and then be Spider-Man. Oh my good God.
0: Hee <laughs> he hee, don't steal. great pair comes great responsibility. Hee hee tee. Oh my God, there's a there's a movie you'd want to watch with a buzz. Uh,
1: no, that's, uh, that sounds like a fucking horror film. Imagine, imagine like white plastic Michael Jackson just like... Break sw- swing
0: I, through your window and he's like there hey is, Mary Jane, okay. Here I have this it's still recording, I'm going outside the app. Uh dun dun, dun dun dun. Here is what the poster for the movie would have been looking like. For this is the James Cameron one. Yeah.
1: At least that like that is pretty dope.
0: It is a it's a good looking poster, yeah. Mm. But um yeah, certain elements of the uh James Cameron's script were kept in for this one. I heard, Mainly yeah. the organic web shooters. Yeah. The bits that were cut out, oh my God. Bad? Good? What are we talking about here? In uh, kind of batshit. Interesting. Um, it wouldn't have been PG-13, so there would have been swearing and profanity. That's like... I kind of don't want to... I, I don't know how I feel about Spider-Man dropping an F-bomb. He does it in the comics, though. I know, but on screen. Uh, it's it, it kind of weird, like, you know, hearing kind of out of uh, Tobey Maguire's mouth yeah. come, come a swear word. Uh, the... Now you can tell this was written in the 90s. Uh, the finale of the movie, the main action sequence at the end, would have taken place on top of the World Trade Center. I was just thinking that. I was
1: like, it's New York, is definitely the Twin Towers.
0: <laughs> and... Um, at the end, uh, Peter would have revealed his secret identity to Mary Jane, and they would have had sex on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. I mean, if you could, you would. Like. <laughs> uh, let, let's hope they didn't. People did. do, as a matter of fact, let's actually. Ho- let's hope they didn't. Uh, thankfully, they did not go with that uh, very ill-received version in the comics where they have sex and uh, the radiation from uh, Spider-Man kills her. Yeah, from spider man Spidey semen. Ooh. That, that's really, that's a lot to unload. Um, yeah, I no, didn't even I to realize tough that. life in
1: the comics, but, like, my God.
0: There's yeah, just... there's a lot, there's a good few, uh, ref, there's a good few hints towards, uh, the night Gwen Stacy died in this one. Yeah, with and the finale. With... Yeah, they, they, at one point they were in talk, The uh, David Fincher was, uh, rumoured to be working on a version that would have leaned heavily into the night Gwen Stacy died. Interesting. Yeah. Although, again, that really would have been weird seeing David Fincher do a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two things I wouldn't put together. I agree. David David Fincher doing a Daredevil movie. Now I could see that. Yeah. Uh, one of the original directing choices was Chris Columbus. But he turned it down because he was doing the Harry I Potter, Potter movie. movies. Yeah. yeah. Again, again oh, I'm not sure how I'd have felt about Chris Columbus doing this. Like...
1: I think Sam Raimi was the best choice for yeah, the two thousand.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How old was How old was Macaulay Culkin in in two thousand two? Macaulay Culkin as Spider Man. Oh my God! Early twenties, maybe. I feel like he would have been around the right age. Probably. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't ass. He he wasn't one of the rumored names yeah. that they were looking at because I think at that point he had gotten away. He'd have done away with his parents. Not in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no. Sam
1: Raimi was definitely the best choice
0: because, especially yeah. considering like like
1: Green Goblin in the comics, he's such a horrifying character. So that yeah. like that nice little bit of horror that Sam Raimi brings to the franchise, yeah. like the films, is what was needed. But
0: um, two of the actors that the studio were interested in, they still wanted DiCaprio at one point because again, he had just started. Do- he had just he had done Titanic, so he was an even bigger name now than when he was in the nineties.
1: Oh yeah, sure. He's like fucking. Worth a billion dollars. kind of Yeah, thing.
0: he he was just about... At that point, I think he was just about to start working with Scorsese for the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this was just... This would have been just the turnaround in his career when he went from, like, heartthrob that people kind of took seriously to, like, serious actor. Back then, he
1: is the age of the women he dates now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, Ricky Gervais. I mean, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he... Oh, he... Oh, this, these ceremonies are so long. DiCaprio comes in them with a date, and when the time is over, she's too old for them. <laughs> I apologise for that uh, Ricky Gervais impression. That's the worst impression. doing. Was that on actually this... one of the jokes?
1: Yes. Oh, that's, okay.
0: that's the worst impression this podcast has seen since the pigs from Shrek. Between you and Dean? Yes. Yeah. Oh, play, oh, play that movie, yeah. That's not German whatsoever. <laughs> Anyways, let's continue. <laughs> uh, the other actor that the studio wanted, Freddie Prince Jr., Born to play Freddy Jones, I don't think born to play Spider-Man. He
1: could have... He could have been a Harry Osborn. Yeah, there's a, there's, a lot of,
0: there's a lot of people who you could have said, he's not Spider-Man, but he could have been like the... You could have played someone else. Could have played, played like, the darker mirror version, like yeah. Uh, uh, also, Freddy Munez was uh, at one point considered... I know that name. Who is that? Malcolm in the Middle.
1: Oh, fuck him.
0: Ma- Malcolm in the Spidey suit. Spider-Man in the Middle. Um... Which is odd, because Brian Cranston is now, like, everyone wants him for Green Goblin. He'd be perfect. Someday. Someday. Although you could have also said the same thing about Lex Luthor. I still I still think he would have been cast if it hadn't been for, um, g- uh, autocorrect on someone's phone. They were just like, the fans want, uh, Heisenberg, but fucking autocorrect changed it to Eisenberg. <laughs> and that's how he ends up with that mess. Honestly, maybe. But, uh... Yeah, he was. Uh, he was also considered. Um, the actors they were considering for Green Goblin uh, included De Niro, who was also yeah. at one point being considered for Dark Ark. Who I could have seen as Dark Ark. I can't. But also Alfred Molina is <laughs> like t- was so good in the role that it's hard to see anyone else.
1: Yeah, thank God he's coming back
0: too. Yeah. Um Bill. I... Bill Murray. Bill fucking murray because like you said that in heather's class at one point he is he was in consideration for every role that's ever been written in the history of movies
1: and to explain to the people who are listening the why like look it up online it's actually hilarious bill murray it from like the 90s to like i think probably like 2005 2006 he would have been in nearly every goddamn film but the whole thing was just that he didn't really use an agent and he essentially never used his phone so people used to call him for films constantly being like, we want you in this film and this film. And he just never pick up the phone and by the time he'd respond to them they'd cast the person. That they'd cast is, someone else.
0: That is just so Bill Murray. It actually hurts a little Isn't bit. Isn't
1: it? It's so, I found that out and I was like, he missed like, I think like 40 movies and most of them, you'd re, most of them when you read it you're like, I know this film. This, I can't like, it's insane that he missed it. He's
0: like, he's like the anti-Nick Cage. Because yeah. Nick Cage takes every movie he's offered. Pretty much, yeah. Uh who else uh speaking of that nick cage was also considered for green goblin and i feel like if he, i feel like there was a choice let's not go that direction because i feel nick cage would have absolutely ch- done that he i is... think
1: nick cage now from doing color out of space and that Wendy? five nights at freddy's rip off movie <laughs> um those two films like that kind of manic crazy like psychological crazy I think he could now do a good green goblin but yeah. like early 2000s Nick Cage no part I don't of
0: think me he what, could do part it. of me wished he would have taken it if it meant we wouldn't have had the two fucking ghost rider movies but uh yeah yeah no I feel like he was such a nerd if they had offered it to him he would have taken it
1: He is such a nerd though apparently like he asked um, Sony his- Studios to be the um, uh spider-man noir yeah. they they didn't ca- they didn't have anyone cast and he was just like yeah i'm doing that And they're like okay fuck it yeah like,
0: <laughs> i want to be spider-man noir
1: to be fair i said like the first time i saw the trailer of that film literally as soon as i saw him i was like that's nick cage as yeah. soon as i heard it i was like nick cage
0: yeah well he named his son after superman like
1: he owned the first ever co- edition of superman to the point yeah. where it was like i think like the first hundred prints and it got stolen from him, and it like, it like, he had a mental breakdown because someone came to his house and robbed it.
0: I would so watch a TV show where Nick Cage just collects old comics. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be fun. But, uh, okay, uh, John Travolta, uh, Bill Paxton, uh, no, thank God neither of them. Brad Dorf, who was the voice, yes, the voice of Chucky, and he was also in Lord of the Rings.
1: Yes, as that dude who is a worm, bastard. Worm tongue. That guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But uh, worm Yeah, I'm not getting mixed up with Wormtail from Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah. Uh, Billy Crudup, who you probably know, he's like Flash's dad in like current DC. Yeah, I know him. Yeah,
1: Doctor Manhattan. Uh, in the movies or in the TV
0: shows. Uh, is he his dad? He. Uh, movie in yeah. That's the guy who played Doctor Manhattan in Watchmen. Oh yeah, yeah. I just keep any mixed up. I'm just like, oh no, it's not him. I just think there's an actor who who's just perfect. Who is just all just all blue with yo wang hanging out like. Mm -hmm. Oh, I still feel sorry for whoever's job was just specifically to animate the dick. Job's
1: job, mate. Like fucking. You gotta do what you gotta do so
0: so honey how was your work while they're sitting around the table with the two kids you know having dinner it was like whew, this, this 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 job this animation job is quite hard uh uh mel gibson was also considered for goblin again this would have been signs is sam raimi jewish I don't know. Hmm. Like, but again, this was pre-Jew hating. Yeah, but Mel Gibson's definitely always hated Jews and Black people. Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. That he hated it's it well. just, I, yeah this was the point when he was still hiding. His, yeah. You know? uh, and John Malkovich, but John Malkovich would later be kind of the rumored casting for Vulture in Spider-Man Four that never happened. Yeah. Which would have been, yo. Know, I a, think he would have been okay. He would have been really good. He he kind of looks like a vulture. Yeah. In a, to a sense, the bald head, you know, kind of. If You put him in the costume, I feel like you wouldn't even need to do makeup. He's kind of crazy enough as well as like an older actor absolutely. that he would kind of play off that crazy
1: yeah. campier vulture, unlike the MCU one.
0: But uh, Defoe was cast, he did 90% of his own stunts. It's
1: because he didn't believe a stunt actor could capture the vibe and the feeling yeah. of the Goblin, which Cause you gotta respect, cause absolutely, mid 40s, 50s, yeah. Like, that? I feel
0: like. He definitely looked old enough to be the dad of uh, James Franco. Yeah, like he was definitely in at least his mid forties. Yeah. But um yeah, and you could there's moments where you can tell he's doing his own stunts, mainly the bit where he's just had the serum and he's just like <sighs> Yeah. Just like yeah, he did that himself and he and it must have taken a few takes because I can't imagine people on set holding it in first time. Oh yeah, definitely not. But uh he also had a two hour long phone call with uh, Sam Raimi about where Sam Raimi just went into went talked to him about like what the character was about in the comics and like the significance and just basically talking about the character for two hours that's you know? fair you know? which again kind of shows why Raimi was the right choice oh yeah you need a, like, you need a comic book fan to make yeah. a comic book movie speaking of a comic book fan Tobey Maguire never, read a, said, never read a Spider-Man comic, comic no but we uh, was given, like, some, like, reading material before starting filming. You know, just, you got to learn a couple things. Mm. You know? It was Joe Manganiello's big screen debut. Yeah. So, you know, you know, he some he went from, you know, he, everything went upwards from there, mm. you know. If not acting-wise, marriage-wise. Yeah, definitely.
1: Also, looks. He just got, like, more fucking bigger and, like, well, yeah. hotter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Only 20% of the movie was actually shot in New York. Where was the rest of the shot? Sounds good. A lot, lot of LA stuff, yeah. Like, yeah. the the like the house and stuff and all... You know, a lot of the interior stuff was shot in uh, LA. Oh, really? It was, like, the shots where you had to be in New York were shot in New York. Mm. But uh, when production began, Tommy McGuire was 25, James Franco was 22, and Kirsten Dunst was 18. Wow! She's so much younger than... You think?
1: Yeah, like I knew, I knew that James Franco. I knew yeah. Tommy Wire was the oldest
0: one. I knew yeah. he was like so. I, I know he was twenty seven when the film. But came I out. think she would have probably she would have turned. She turned nineteen while they were filming, and when the movie came out, it was, she was just turning twenty. Like I think that's it still, happened. Like that's a so weird. Of days.
1: Like, oh yeah. She. I. Have, she looks actually like.
0: It's bit, funny how they're like, yeah. oh, this
1: girl's a teenager. We'll get a teenager. And they're like, this main lead's a teenager. We'll get a 20-something-year-old.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll get that guy from the Cider House Rules. Yeah. Which also starred J.K. Simmons. Mm, so so they, they, had, they had done a movie before, yeah. Uh, Cliff Robertson, who was uh, Uncle Ben, it was his first movie for Columbia Pictures, in 25 years, because he was blacklisted from the studio in, I think, 1977 for a really fucking juicy incident that happened. what did he do? You do? Uh, they, were, they were caught embezzling money from him. Oh. Someone was using his... So one of the executives was using his name on checks, and uh, they were just like, we'll sort this out, dude. Don't go to the press. He went to the press. He went to the news and just openly said it like... I mean, These are embezzling money for me, and that's why he didn't work for the studio again for another 25 years. I see why. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, they imported the spiders from New Zealand. This was the first, spy- the first Marvel movie of any kind to have the Flipping Pages opening logo. Really? That would de- that debuted here. They didn't have it for X Men. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. Actually, speaking
1: of X Men, um, Hugh Jackman was meant to pop yes, up. Yes, I was film. just
0: about to say that he was meant to have a cameo. He was on board to do it. Everyone was on board to have it happen. Mm. But on the day they the they, they were gonna do it, they didn't have access to the costume. So, fuck. The whole thing got scrapped. Uh,
1: which is so funny. Like you easily could have just done it, as and it could have been like like you know. Tom McGuire, someone walking down the street, and he just bumps into him, and he's like, hey, bub, that could have been it. Like,
0: yeah. It, this was the first case of uh, Fox being like, X-Men continuity? Yeah. What's that? I don't know what it is, but I fucking hate it. Yeah.
1: Sure, yeah. Um, Thomas Jane's Punisher, as well, was also meant to cameo in this. Yeah,
0: he was, God, how many Punishers were there in the 2000s? Like, three? Yeah, there ended up being, th- no, there's, there's like three now. There's four now. There was one in the eighties too. There was there was David David Hasselhoff was the Punisher. Oh no, David Hasselhoff was Nick Fury at one mm. point. Dolph Lundgren was a uh, Punisher. I don't know if it was in the nineties or if he was. Oh no, it was in the nineties. So. Yeah. So yeah, there's been about four John Pun- my four favorite. Punishers. Yeah now, but uh, yeah, early draft of the scripts had Dark Ark as a secondary villain, but mm. obviously he was pushed to the sequel, and thank God. Yeah, definitely. Uh. Let's see. Um, it was released on the 40th anniversary of Spider-Man's first comic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, other than that, it's probably about time you fucking bring it up. The teaser trailer that got banned. <laughs> <laughs> I've been
1: waiting for this. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, it got banned because it involved the World Trade Center. And, yeah... It was grand when it first hit, when the trailer first dropped because it would have been like a year out from the movie. So it would have been like late April, May of 2001.
1: To explain to the people listening why it got banned is for the sheer fact... So it starts off with you see a group of thieves rob a bank and then fly away in a helicopter and Spider-Man chases after them. And he ends up webbing them, the helicopter, stuck in a big-ass web and it's between both World Trade Centres. So obviously, once the towers collapsed, they were like, yeah, we should probably remove this helicopter from the World Trade Centre.
0: But I watched it recently, and...
1: It's still on YouTube, while, by the way.
0: Well, while while it's... Well, while obviously, the glaring World Trade Centre, it's also maybe the most early 2000s thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's, like, the music and, like, you know, the wording where was like next summer get ready for the ultimate thrill ride and it's just like graphics moving mm. and just and just like the music like uh. uh but and uh oh this is a this is a strong helping of uh, old school technology here did you know that it was downloaded 1.9 million times in its first week Wow! When you downloaded trailers as opposed to watch them on YouTube, That's and insane. and com and comment under the first wing, like first.
1: Well, I'm sure YouTube was what two thousand five.
0: Yeah, oh, oh yeah, that was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand, two thousand five or six, maybe seven. No, it was definitely two thousand five oh, yeah. or six. Yeah, because Sarah Park was already doing uh, episodes on it. You oh. know, leave Britney alone. Leave her
1: alone. <laughs>
0: it's the the angry gophers. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much it for um post uh, pre-production, Pre. yeah. Uh there's one or two I might sprinkle in during the step by step. Uh let's see. First off, we open with that fucking score. Yeah. And you know, what listening to it is just like, yep, back in my childhood. <laughs> I am still paying attention to it, by the way. I know. <laughs> yeah. Danny Elfman, who wasn't nominated for an Oscar for this, and that annoys me. Is it Danny Elfman? Mm. Fuck, I did not realise that. Oh,
1: also, this film had the first ever, well, first ever Marvel property, uh, Stan Lee cameo.
0: No, that was X-Men. He, was it? He was, you know, in the first X-Men movie where, like, the uh, mutant-hating senator... Like, gets kidnapped. No, he's, he walks, out onto, walks up onto the beach... Oh, yeah. Stanley is just kind of in the background, like cooking a sausage or something. Oh
1: fuck! My bad.
0: Yeah, but this was the first Spider Man movie with a Stanley cameo. (laughs) Yeah. I am still not emotionally. uh, I am still not emotionally there after his last Spider Man movie cameo. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, I've never had a three-year-old turn to me, sat next to me, and was like, "Jake, why are you crying?". (laughs)
1: I miss
0: you Stanley yes. we all do but it opens with the uh, title sequence which I still love yeah, you know they so don't great. they don't do enough of those anymore no not really and I did love in the sequels where they just retold what the revenge of the first one within those that's what
1: the, I have with the well it's one of the problems I have with the third one it's so fucking long because it tells you what
0: happened in two movies yeah like I, you know it's granted it's grand for the second one because it's just like oh quick heads up yeah but it's like third one's like Maybe don't do the first one. I think mean, if you're watching the third one, you know what happens in the first two. Yeah,
1: if not, fuck it. It's your fault yeah. for watching a third movie in a franchise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, I'm so glad Marvel movies don't do that. Oh my God, you could do a movie just with the credits. Oh yeah, Jesus. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so it opened and then you have the Peter's narration where it's just like, my life sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's just him running after a bus. So I was like, yeah, they don't let them on. A wild Owen appears. He's uh, going to go be free in a field. Yes, <laughs> run, fly, Owen, <laughs> fly and get high, fly and get high. Ooh. Uh yeah, and yeah, we show and we see he's a nerd because the bus won't stop for him, and all everyone laughs at him because he's a nerd. I feel like I I feel like I got a bit of this mixed up with superhero movie because when the bus stopped, I expected the it's stop sign. Oh, that's the last reference to a superhero movie that we'll be doing right now because it's a bit too dicey with Drake Bell. Um Wait, what's wrong with Jake Bell? Oh, I'll tell you afterwards.
1: Okay. I would also like to say Jake Bell voiced Spider-Man in lot uh, of the animated one of the animated TV shows in the early, in
0: the 2010s. Right. Well, um, Just once again, once again, I'll get into it afterwards because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Excellent. All right, let's continue. Uh but we also see that oh, MJ is still like not a bitch because she makes the bus stop. Uh we get to the university. We meet the Osbournes. We set up their uh, dysfunctional father and son relationship. And how
1: Norman Osborn seems to be seems to care more about Peter because Peter is a scientist.
0: And to quote that meme, I am some.
1: I'm, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. I was just about to say in my notes,
0: a meme is born. Yeah we w- I will mention the memes at some throughout this, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, you just a heads up, you know because there's a few, but yeah, so it's like we see we find out that Norman's fond of Peter, you know harry ha's been kicked out of a couple of their schools, you know he has he does have that energy to him in this movie, James Franco, yeah, kind of the unwanted son this is why if I ever Tell anyone, oh, my dream movie project is, like, a live-action Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. If I had a dream cast, this era James Franco was Kyber. I can see it, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, like, that's, like, it's quite, like, that's one of the main themes of the younger Harry. That, like, even now, even in the fucking the modern-day comics, like, fucking Harry became a supervillain that, like, nearly killed Spider-Man, and it was all because he was like, you and my dad fucked up my life, and you're kind of yeah. like, you're always going to have daddy issues. This, like, this whole
0: <laughs> movie is kind of a farther and sudden story.
1: Yeah, between between like Peter between Peter and Uncle Ben and then Peter and Uncle Norman Ben and, and Yeah, Peter, like and a, there's like a there's a Harry.
0: multiple dark type you know he has multiple sort of almost father figures, you know? Yeah, true. That's always been a Spider-Man thing in the movies. Yeah. Well like yeah. it's a major part. Yeah. Of to, the Spider-Man. Po- to the point where the Tom Holland one, it's almost like, oh my god, his Achilles heel. Yeah. <laughs> it's a father figure. <laughs> uh yeah, uh we Peter gets bitten by the spider while he's busy simping over MJ. Um, One thing I always thought of is the fact Cinemasins actually pointed out too, and it's
1: the fact that like they're in this lab and they're like, Yeah, we genetically engineered these spiders. In the background it shows you like all the things of like what it did to the DNA and all this stuff. And he got bit by a genetically engineered spider and he's just kinda like Hmm. Like yeah. doesn't tell anyone the spiders loose. Or like be like, Should I get medical attention or what? He's just kinda like Oh, nothing. And also, in the States, they have poisonous spiders anyway. So it's yeah. like, it's not even like, minus
0: the fact that the thing's are already fucking mutated. Also, <laughs> also, how did that thing get out? What's the security like for it spiders? Dri- it,
1: it, it like, because when you first see it, it's like a most, it looks like a drunken web. The spider that it makes before it goes down and bites Peter on the hand. It looks like a drunken web.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, they, they, ad- they added the color onto it in like post, post yeah. yeah. Although a uh, part of me just kind of loves the the idea of just like how's the art department getting on. There's just one guy with a who keeps fucking moving. I can't a t- t- it. One of those tiny paintbrushes you buy in pound in a pound shop and mm. just uh, just, dip, just dipping dotting it with paint. Oh, uh, and yeah, he goes home and he has what can only be described as kind of a junkie style. Uh, transformation he's just kind of shivering you know he's Mm. uh, he's a bit like that one uh, character Dave Chappelle does where it's like is it too late for the free five o'clock giveaway (laughs) crack there's also that's where like that's when
1: the first continuity pops up because he comes in and you can tell what they're meant to do if he comes in and Aunt Aunt May and Uncle Ben are like Peter are you okay and he has the jacket over his left hand but it was the right hand that was big. Oh. But you don't see it on the right hand. And then when he goes into the room, and then that's when, like, the drug trip of the, like, starts happening. Um, he has this big, fucking huge spider bite in his right hand. And I saw, I spotted that, and I was just like, oh, I
0: noticed that, okay. I noticed that one there. One thing I also noticed is, like, they really do set up early on, the whole Peter, MJ, Harry, love triangle early on. Yeah. And it's something you don't really notice, because, you kinda of, that whole scene is mainly, you know, it's, it's important for other reasons. The two scenes we quickly went through set up
1: the love triangle, the fact that Peter's a photographer, the fact that he likes MJ, Harry and his dad don't have a good relationship, Norman has an interest in Harry, and Ben and Ben lost his job and they the family need money. Yeah. Those are all the arcs set up in the first Absolutely. like three
0: scenes. Yes. Also also that house needs painting. Yeah, that house yes. needs painting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh let's see meanwhile at oscorp you know they have the whole government contracts Mm. you know we we're doing this serum thing and if if y'all don't stop fucking up we'll have to take the funding away and they also like
1: the general and the other like scientists they also they're like oh yeah we're also commissioning another group to do the same thing. It was like, that's not how you would do that. Like I'm,
0: I'm wondering, what the fuck would the American military be using Green Goblin tech for? Just in the middle of, like, Afghanistan, Special ops. Well, Afghanistan, just, you know, doing raids on Taliban sites. Just someone coming in on a Green Goblin glider. I mean, honestly,
1: like, yeah, like, fucking... Like, it would essentially be, like, kind of your own private... Like, your own... Like, also, imagine if you had, like, a fleet of, like, six soldiers. Like, special ops soldiers flying in... And those things could be like, you could style them so they'd be quite. enough. Could you
0: imagine how fucking uncomfortable that suit would be, like, in, in the de- de- desert of the Middle East? Yeah. Like, you'd sweat, oh. you'd sweat to death. Oh. I mean, that thing, I think it took, like, it always took him three hours to put it on Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Or somewhere between 90 minutes and three hours mm. to put it on Dafoe. So it's like, can't imagine someone wanting to wear that in the desert. Oh, God, no. It, it it already looks a little bit power rangery to be honest. Anyway, that's a bit. Yeah, but I still like it. You know, it's like. Have you seen the photo of
1: what the original, like the accurate to the comic screen goblin mask looked like? No. Google it after this. I also recommended to the audience to Google what Sam Raimi's Green Goblins mask would have looked like. It's re- it's super comic accurate, but it's fucking horrifying. If they use that, like I would put it on level. If they use that, it would be as horrifying as the original Voldemort design in Harry Potter One. Ooh. it's like you see that and I'm like I imagine kids would cry in this
0: movie if they saw this <laughs> uh, okay Peter starts and, but yeah so uh, and then quickly we get uh, uh, Norman Osborn taking the serum it's a
1: cliche of a scientist testing something on himself because yeah. he's running out of funding
0: or time but know, this was the first Spider-Man movie so so it gets away with that yeah, As like it's also to... like it
1: is it is accurate to the comics. Yeah. Like it is a cliche, but that's yeah. from the comics, so it's kind it's, of it's fine. All,
0: it's only a cliche because it was Sony's number one trope for about ten years.
1: It is, but like a lot of it's a lot of fucking superhero, super villain shit. Yeah. So like
0: you can't understand them for using it. Oh I know, it's just with Spider Man it was very much, you know, oh, it's a scientist who doesn't experiment himself. Oh, and he's connected to Peter in some way. Yeah, there are a few villains like that. Yeah. But uh Let's see, Peter begins to notice he's going through some changes, you know, puberty hit hard. Puberty hit hard at he's, the age of 25. He's, <laughs> he wakes up and the next morning, he's swole. His glass, he doesn't need his glasses anymore. Yeah, he's, he's swole, like, not not a uh, Kylo Ren level swole, Bit but, uh, but you know, still, you know, meaty. He's mm. I think he's meatier than uh, Tom Holland is he, now. He'd he be thick, he'd be thick. He would be thick, but... Uh, uh, MJ notices that he doesn't wear glasses now. And that uh, he looks taller. Is, yeah, which is a nice little, subtle little thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he starts having issues with his stickiness. Yeah. Which gets him into a fight with uh, Flash. Wh- how would you rank this in terms of the Peter stickiness sequences? Because we had three of them over the years. There's... This one, there's in The Amazing Spider-Man, he's on the subway and he accidentally gets tucked to a woman's titty. Oh, yeah. um, That one's super awkward. I
1: think my favourite one is Into the Spider-Verse yeah, where he's, doing, Cause where he's it, running up the wall. Yeah,
0: and he also fucks up Gwen's hair. Yeah. Um, oh, if you're doing that film, I want to be on that. But, like, oh. is it... Um, I, th- I still that'd think... Be a, that'd be a multi-person review. Oh, yeah.
1: Um. I still think... Um. Into the Spider-Verse one's my favourite but then I would say this one would be my second favourite.
0: Because Into the Spider-Verse also helps by the fact that it looks amazing. Yeah, true. You know, this is very much just like, you know, Peter's uh, skills. I think they had to do that scene manually where he catches all of MJ's food. When when the scene where MJ slips
1: on that weird puddle on the ground and then Peter catches her in the tray uh, with all of the food, they did that 156 times before they actually caught it. Like, that that, in whole, that whole thing really happened. And it took 156 times. Like, my
0: that God. That must have been so frustrating. I'm just having pictures of like that one scene from Faraday Ted. Just play the fucking nose. <laughs> just catch the fucking train. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he ends up fighting Flash and absolutely Reck- re- He you Wrecking know, his very He, you know, like, total Flash-tality. Mm. Uh So he sort of runs off scared while Harry's just like, nice one. Mm. And MJ's just like, what the fuck? Well, you'd always
1: be freaked out too if that quiet nerd from next door you knew ended up putting the flash, like the school jock fucking like a good like four feet and like four meters.
0: That's one thing like I'd I'd love again if they have Maguire and Garfield with uh, Holland in this next one. Them also just like joking about MCU Flash because in Garfield and Holler Garfield and Maguire Spider Man, Flash is a, a physical jock. like he's a jock and a
1: physical threat, and then in the new one he's just kind of like that rich asshole that you're like, fuck off, dude. Jock <laughs> uh
0: Flash in the first two versions of Adam is kind of like you jock version.
1: Yeah, I can I
0: see where you're trying to get at. <laughs> Whereas like um oh, not modern flash would be kind of if Owen was a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. And was thinking rich. Yeah, you know, If his parents didn't love him. Yeah. Mother couldn't make it. No. <laughs> uh he and then we get him learning his uh web crawling. Yeah. I know his uh wall crawling and we get the uh, the CGI for that still holds up fairly well for 2002 oh, when you of, see the little bricks coming, yeah, out, of coming out of his fingers yo, that, that looks painful as well yeah think about little barbs just emerging from your finger
1: because also oh, yeah. it comes over like it goes over his whole hand it's just that the way he places it
0: only uses yeah. the fingertips and the palm but like uh, and then you get uh, him jumping over buildings also showing off if you,
1: if you watch that scene the CGI is shite but it's in <laughs> In the space of seven seconds, so when he reused the one shot of him going over, so he like jumps, like you see him jumping over the building, and then you see to like the next building, the next roof, and you see like the alleyway, the down underneath it. And then he does it again. And you see the exact same alleyway underneath it. And you're like, how much money did this really save me? I Why
0: never noticed that, I'll
1: be same, honest. It's the exact same ad. Laundry is like hanging in the exact same oh. way. It's the same everything. I noticed it there two days I ago. Just,
0: I just thought, oh, it's New York, you know. You always have that cliche of someone hanging there, washing out across yeah. the street. That one joke in The Simpsons where Bart's naked doing the twisty will wow. t- wow. he'll, he'll tire of that in a little while. He gets to the evening. He's still at it. Whoa, whoa. Everyone do the Bartman. Uh, and then we get a couple of cheeky- The first DC reference being uh he up, up and away while he's uh trying to figure out what to say when he's shooting his web. Yeah. And then the second was he just goes, Shazam. Very cheeky DC reference- A good seventeen years before a Shazam Shazam movie uh and eighteen years before The Rock was cast as a Black Adam. Yeah, that's true. Who uh, he he's been cast for Black Adam, I think, since twenty fourteen. He was cast for Black Adam in twenty fourteen
1: and then they didn't even like he's been cast before there was even a Shazam movie announced. And then they cast And then they were like, oh, yeah, we're also doing a... They were like, we're doing a Black Adam movie. And everyone was kind of like, okay, well, what the fuck about... When's the the hero that normally fights against him coming in?
0: I think think he's been Black Adam longer than, like, certain CW shows have been running and have run in their entirety. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But. uh, The cast of that finally got announced as well. Yeah. But anyway, all right, uh... And yeah, so he he's messing about with his wall climbing and he comes home and he's missed his painting uh, job with uh, Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. And basically he goes out to put the trash out and he gets to hear a bit of uh, MJ's white trash dad talking and shit to her. Yeah, because he's just an abusive alcoholic. Yeah. I was watching this with, like, the setting on where it was, like, little factoids that would come up. So, it yeah. kind of goes into uh, the character's history. And it was just, like, MJ wasn't always the girl next door. And it kind of just goes through the comics uh, oh, that's,
1: uh, that's version really cool. of
0: her. Where it was, like, she kind of moved in, you know, after, like, her mother died.
1: Yeah, she moved in yeah. after. It was in that. And the way Peter met her was through Aunt May's uh, friend. Yeah. And she was, and it was her, it was MJ's also like aunt as well, and they kind yeah. of met through their aunts.
0: Yeah, which kind of which makes sense because in the comics she would have been like the third Girlfriend. love interest. Because yeah. there was Betsy Brand who was the first one, and then Gwen Stacey. Yeah. Betsy Brand who turns up here, played by Elizabeth Banks.
1: Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. Fuck, that's Elizabeth Banks. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. From that... uh, From that... um. Krispy Kreme ad that's also known as Power Rangers. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh Okay. So, yeah, and they have this really nice sort of one-on-one. And he's just been a... You can totally be an actress, you know? Mm. Very... You know, again, setting up that dynamic, which, to be fair, they do give a lot of time to it.
1: Yeah, like... I'd say more than a lot of other films that they kind of... There is, like, you'd definitely say in the Spider-Man and Samurai trilogy, like, it's a comedy, it's a superhero Mm -hmm. film, it's an action film, but I'd also call it a romance film, because, like, their relationship is one of the major points in all three films.
0: It's a They have a great relationship, even though I think out of the three main love interests that we've had in Spider-Man films, uh, Kirsten Dunst is MJ, maybe the weakest... As a character, because it's like, she's just there, so Spider-Man has something to catch. Yeah, like, Mary Mary Jane's in danger, cliche. As opposed to, like, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, who's smart. And, like, she's useful because she's smart, and... Zendaya I think, like, it, that, is, is a little,
1: that is a little bit with the characters, but I also feel like yeah. that's just kind of due to modern writing and yeah. the fact that you know people are now yeah. actually writing good roles yeah. for women. Zen-
0: Zendaya's got more to do. Like She's smart. She's, she's probably helpful more. I feel that'll definitely happen more oh. in uh, Far From Home. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, no, not Far From Home, but uh, No Way Home. Mm. Too many homes in this trilogy. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways. Yeah, so uh, meanwhile, uh, Norman Osborn begins to gollum. Which is weird because like this came out the same year as Two Towers, where Gollum started golluming. Mm. So it's very much, despite the fact that this came out before Lord of the Rings, it's known as golluming.
1: Yeah, well, it fits.
0: Although again, I'm not sure which which were, they were both being made around the same time. Does anyone? Did Andy Andy Different work,
1: continents, though.
0: Yeah, there was no. There no, actually it was just like someone was like, someone on New Zealand Lord of the Rings said shit guys we gotta stop there's a spy from spider-man <laughs> someone in a tree mm. the tree is in the studio somehow <laughs> anyway so yeah um to imp- and also we see flash come in with his car so peter was like i need to get a car yeah. so he starts looking into how he get the car he sees oh, there's a wrestling thing that's offering. I think around three grand. It's that like
1: so he sees a car in the newspaper and it's like this. You can get this car that's like moderately okay for two thousand seven hundred and like fifty, and then he looks like directly beneath it and it's like, but win wrestling tournament. You can win three thousand and you're yeah. like, what are the odds? What are the
0: odds? <laughs> also, I would not trust a car that's being sold on the newspaper to be honest. Or, yeah, especially in New York, you probably
1: get stabbed, like, yeah. <laughs> or, like, go into human trafficking. Well, yeah, so here.
0: he makes his, uh, he designs his own suit, so we get a montage. Which, they kind we of get... set
1: that up in
0: earlier scenes,
1: you see that he's, like, the Peter's room has drawings already yeah. of, like, kind of superhero-esque also, stuff. Also, the
0: wallpaper in his room was deliberately meant to look like little webs. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah. But yeah, so we get the montage and
1: Actually, that montage also as well has hints. There's a um one of the costumes he draws in it is for a character called um the Stingray. Oh. And I know two one of the other drawings is also as well of some really old ass eighties character that like I didn't fucking know, but I saw like yeah. I knew I know him aesthetically that I saw it. Yeah. I was like, it's that guy, but
0: like I couldn't tell him uh, what the was. and then a little thing popped up where I was just like it's not said in the film, but it's kind of hinted at that the webs kind of dissolve after, couple a, of after a couple of hours, yeah. Mm. Which is probably good because his room is full of webs. Yeah, exactly. It's some we- I feel like it was some weird sort of hint about, oh, puberty, he's in his room all the time. We don't know what he'd just be up to. He's in his room all
1: the time, sweaty, feeling uncomfortable and making webs. Yeah. Oh, like that is, like the first movie was really about puberty. Boys, by- be boys. The first one's about puberty and like how your
0: body kind of changes yeah. as you get older. But um, yeah. So he makes the suit. He, he's try he's still trying out some of his webs. Like he does the coat can fine. He Pepsi. No, Pepsi Pepsi Doctor Doctor Pepper Doctor Pepper Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's actually the next the next the next thing after that as well is another issue with continuity. There's like we've already missed some. I'm not gonna go through all of them, but like he then webs a light a, a lamp and then goes to like pull it to him and he just he goes straight past him and smashes yeah. and then that's when M, no um Aunt May knocks on the door and she's like Peter is everything okay in there and um, the room is covered in webs to the point where you're like she should have seen some of those webs but also that lamp is then in behind him in the next shot yeah. I saw that and I was like bitch that broke
0: <laughs> I think it was just for like a nice little bit of slapstick where I was just like he's doing okay oh he's not doing okay yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and so we get to the wrestling bit, and this oh no, don't don't, you
1: can't forget one of the most iconic things ever. They have a talk in the car. (gasps) Oh god! Between Peter and Uncle Ben, discussing how Peter is changing, how he got in a fight at school, and he's like,
0: the great power comes great responsibility. responsibility Line, line, yeah. Oh oh god! This this is that's actually worse than my fucking Farquaad gaff from a few Hmm. weeks ago. But um,
1: yeah, and then P- Uncle Ben's like to Peter. He's like, "I know I'm not your dad," and he's like, "Yeah, you're not my dad," because you know this film's just all about daddy issues. Yes. Yeah. But like, yeah, that that whole scene then, and then we get into um,
0: oh no, also uh, the check-in girl. Uh, yeah, the check-in girl who's just kind of like, "Are you sure, kid?" She's played by a young Octavia Spencer. Mad, but yeah. like um. Nice cameo. I cameo because i think her, her her career didn't really take off to like this decade just gone so i think there might have been just a good few cameos back in that time yeah um what do you call it uh
1: yeah one thing i find really funny about that is that the tournament like he doesn't have to sign anything he doesn't leave a name or a number so like imagine if he did then like you could easily be like that dude who wore a spider costume and we call him spider-man and now everyone's calling that, that is- superhero spider-man probably related (laughs) that
0: is a mass transit incident waiting to fucking happen Mm. which was a incident in wrestling where a kid who was about 18 just was like oh there's a you need a replacement guy in this show for a match i have wrestling training i was trained by um this guy this legend despite the fact that that legend was also at that same show they didn't go to the legend and check Weird. So it turns out the kid had no training whatsoever, and you put him in there with one guy you don't want to be fucking put in there with, who was genuinely the line between wrestler and attempted murderer blows with this guy. Oh He was cut he was like, a uh, to shreds. Like he was just like, "Could you blade, Could you help me blade?" Which is the process where they have like a little uh, razor on them. It, it it isn't used much nowadays, yeah but whenever like a wrestler bleeds or anything it's real blood, it's just you know just when the camera's not looking yeah nick like on the nick head yeah. yeah yeah, uh, he to went into business for himself and just went in on this kid, and it was disgusting oh God. so much blood, poor so bastard. so poor bastard, yeah, but anyway, anyway, on to lighter things. We get Macho Man Randy Savage, yes, who does his own finishing move on when he first comes on camera, which makes me nerd out so much when I see a wrestler in a movie do his finisher move. That's a I love how I love that Dave Batista's career is going as well as it can, but god damn it, every time I watch one of his movies, I want him to Batista bomb someone.
1: He nearly does in Army of Darkness.
0: I know, but or, he um, doesn't.
1: He Army doesn't. of the Dead, whatever it's called, yeah. the Zack Snyder film. But, um, yeah,
0: James Gunn, if you're listening, make, <laughs> him, make him Batista bomb someone in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, please. Pretty please to God. Um, please. Yeah,
1: and we also get the one out of the three, the one...
0: Bruce Campbell, yeah. Yeah, who pops up yeah. in
1: every same Sam Absolutely. I assume, I'm hoping he'll pop up in, into the multiverse. Oh, I feel or like... multiverse like... of
0: this. Well, he's not. Well, again, what else is he up to these days? So the,
1: uh, Evil Dead TV yeah, show. Yeah, the that's Evil. Like
0: it. I, I think that ended after three seasons. So, I. Fuck! I just started watching that. <laughs> no spoilers, but you know, hmm. you know, but uh, yeah, no, and uh, yeah, so he's so he's not, but he's not Macho Man. He's Bonesaw McGraw. Yeah. And bones then, eyes, Bones eyes ready. And this, then that's when we first hear he someone was, say... He was taking time out of... Savage was taking time out of that point in his career where he, where he wasn't wrestling. He was busy working on his rap album about how much he legitimately hated Hulk Hogan. Are you serious? He had a rap album about his hatred for Hulk Hogan. Oh,
1: that hurts my brain.
0: <laughs> I mean, I get it. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, that's how we end up. The whole He's called Spider-Man at first by accident, because uh, Bruce Campbell thinks the original name is shit. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't
1: wrong, He was Mad yeah. Spider.
0: And yeah, so it doesn't go well. No one tells him that it's a cage match.
1: Yeah, I was like, at one point, there's a nice little homophobic 2000s joke in there.
0: Oh, nice suit. Did your husband Did make, make it, it for you? Yeah. I, and, um, has to be Family Guy made a joke about that where it's just like, it hair very homophobic. Yeah you know but like um,
1: yeah and then so like Peter's just kind of crawling around the place being a spider and all the audience yeah. are like boo
0: macho man hit him or whatever Mach- off. macho man gives him an unprotected chair shot of the head yeah. that would not get done in the movie if it was made now
1: he also at one point someone hands him a fucking crowbar <laughs> like it went from like wrestling to I'm gonna murder this kid because he insinuated I was gay like, uh,
0: they, they'd to used crowbars as weapons in wrestling at that point wouldn't be used but like i said they'd have ways one's an amateur though (laughs) yeah was
1: more so like it was more so like a thing of like can you survive the ring against our cage beast and and then he's like yeah i have this crowbar they'd they'd
0: always find ways like if someone were hit with a crowbar in a wrestling match at that point someone the the guy's hand would be on the bit of that crowbar as it hits the guy in the stomach or something yeah but uh but he eventually gets the upper hand on Bowden Saw and he wins. Yeah. But uh, the he fucking promoter uh, screws him out of it. Which then gives Peter ample reason to not help the guy when the mugger comes in and steals his money.
1: He. Oh, what is was it again? It was meant to be like. um, Yeah, it was meant to be three grand and he
0: gives him like 300 instead. Yeah. It was just like, you didn't last. Technically, you didn't last three minutes. Mm. He kick the guy's ass, but uh, you yeah. Know. No, like
1: um one thing I always thought as well is like what a weird joint to try rob is like
0: that amateur boxing place, like mm. payday. Absolutely. But um yeah, so he's just like, Kid, you could you you could have stopped him. Why'd you let him get away like that? I don't see how that was my problem. Mm. Which is a lovely fuck you moment. But it's just tainted by the by the mistake of uh, what happened afterwards. Yeah. He goes back to the library to find this big crowd of people. Uh, and he's just like, what's happening? Let me through. And he finds Uncle Ben on the ground, gushing blood, dying. Because he was shot by some mugger. And he da- peters with Uncle Ben when he dies. And as... Uncle Ben dies, another meme is born. The crying's the crying Toby Maguire. That's I forgot about that, yeah. That is a classic meme right there.
1: <laughs> That's a classic meme right there. Yeah.
0: As as memes go, you know. Ah oh, yeah. But uh and then we get angry Spider Man hunting down the mugger. Yeah. And he doesn't kill him in the end.
1: No, it's it's such a kind of like it's the way that they like the man he's in the building and he confronts him and you kind of think he's going to kill him but then
0: he notices that it's the guy he let escape
1: yeah and then he like he's like you killed my uncle and then the dude trips by himself and falls yeah. out of the building so that way he still died but it, it we didn't sully our yeah. superhero
0: but it also makes spider-man look bad
1: yeah kind of to the cops anyways but like yeah. you know one thing we've learned in 2020 is that you new york city cops aren't exactly the best kind of people anyways no
0: Absolutely not. Yes, uh, like who cares yeah. what they think?
1: Um right.
0: that, that that that's that's why we don't get Miles Morales in live action. I mean, kind of. I hope that his dad's a cop and mm. that. But um, okay. where, where is it? Sorry, just. Uh, yeah, and afterwards, you know, he goes back to uh, Aunt May and they hug and it's very sad. You know. Although I do think Aunt May gets better as a character once Ben dies.
1: Yeah, she just goes from being Mm -hmm. a housewife to an actual character.
0: Like, I still think Rosemary Harris is the best Aunt May. Although a lot of that is down to the speech in Spider-Man 2.
1: Mm. She actually did most of her own stunts in Spider-Man 2.
0: That is amazing, but also slightly funny when you consider how old she was. Yeah, I know, right? It was like... I do my own stunts and it's just like she's getting down from the curb <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so uh, meanwhile Goblin uh, we see Goblin in the suit for the first time in a sense where yeah. he blows up his competition
1: he also before Which, that as well he has like his like split personality episode where the thing is telling him to yeah. go out
0: and take revenge yeah and I do love the fact that every time there's a big Peter moment in terms of origin, it's followed up directly with another Origin or for the Greek Goblin. goblin. Yeah, yeah, it's very much side by side.
1: Yeah, it is, it's good. Like, it's very uh, good and paints a good Absolutely. picture on, like, the forming of both Spider-Man and his most iconic villain. Yeah,
0: and-, yeah it's, and I still really do hope we end up with Goblin in the MCU at some point. We have um, to. I hope so. Sure, like, Tom
1: Holland has one other fucking... Like, this third one coming out, and he's another two still, like, contracted.
0: He said he wants... I think he's happy playing the character as long as they want him, to be honest. I mean,
1: I totally fucking
0: would. <laughs> also, 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 that's one of the benefits of, like, casting them when they're actually the age they should be. Yeah, like, he's just, you like, get slightly, more longevity. He's just slightly
1: older, and now you can yeah. actually use them for longer. He, but also, like, fucking, you know... He
0: is... The a, He's only... He's just turned 25. Yeah, he's... Tobey Maguire was 25 when they started filming this. So he's had... Hmm. So he's had more time in the role, basically. Oh, yeah. Sure, like, Tom Holland's only a couple months older than me. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, and... Uh, so they graduate. And a nice little uh, hint that was not a hint until over a decade and a half later... Uh, Peter's graduation it says Peter B. Parker, which does feed into the theory that P- the jaded Peter from Spider-Verse yeah, is, is Tobey Maguire. Because hey. it kind of makes sense. 20 years, and mm-hmm. May being dead. You know, Rosemary Harris is the closest one to where it's like, you could buy that, you know. Uh Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Miles
1: Morales' universe where anime's still alive.
0: Uh, yeah. That was it. But, uh, and MJ having left him because, well, no offence to Kirsten Dunst's character, but, like, if any is gonna leave, it's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? She dumps him for Harry twice, like...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's not a... But Spider-Man 3, that's a very toxic relationship, to be oh, honest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, uh... Once Peter graduates, he starts saving people. And we get a nice little montage of Spider-Man becoming, you know, people like him, people don't like him. There's a guy in a subway just butchering him with a guitar. Hmm. <laughs> you know, give, give me the Eastern European woman version from the second one any day. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Oh, God, yeah, with fucking uh, violin. At, but then we finally meet him j Jonah jameson yep he's a menace mm. yeah uh and yeah so we just kind of see like he doesn't like spider-man
1: it also kind of shows you because it's um sam raimi's brother and i can't remember his name so i'm just going to describe him as the heavy set black man I think who... his name
0: was i think his name was bill nunn i think he's dead now mm. but, but um, um and, and it's ago. just then
1: telling j Jonah jameson that how this stuff is worth like a lot of money and it's like spider-man being on the front page has made them like bank
0: so We've it kind of shows, so shows you
1: that like the, J. J. john jameson's like a money man more than anything else
0: we get the origins of i want pictures of spider-man <laughs> you
1: yeah, also it also yeah. sets up a tease in the fact that when john, um, he's like why are there no good photos and he's like oh eddie brock can't get any of them. yeah so he it just, actually he, sets
0: him up yeah he says eddie but it's you know, it's implied that it's eddie brock no he says eddie brock i thought it just said eddie no, it says Eddie Brock. Oh, nice. Mm. I I just heard Eddie. Like, I knew the reference was there. I just didn't hear the Brock bit. You know? No, that's right. I thought it was going to be a little bit more subtle, where it's just like, oh, Eddie, because it's like... Cause he was, it, the character
1: it, was always meant to come in, yeah, but it was Yeah,
0: but it's very much a case of, like, that's for hardcore comic book nerds, as mm-hmm. opposed to casuals, where it was just like, a guy from New York called Eddie, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah... Uh Peter learns that Harry and MJ are dating. Yep. Which is just fucks, a, fucks the bro code. Which is just a big kick in the
1: balls, like Yeah, and Harry also says he's like, Oh yeah, I knew you had feelings for her, but you never tried
0: anything. It's yeah. like, dude, what a dick move. <laughs> I, you know, It's like you know, at that point it's like, yeah, you fucking do kill his dad, like
1: <laughs> But
0: that's a bit later on. Ah yeah. But uh and Peter gets the job at the bugle, yeah. you know. But, uh, and it's just, and it's just like, you know, and we do see, we get to just see like J. Jonah Jameson being awesome, yeah. you know, just like, I don't, uh, you're not an employee, you're just a part-time, you mm-hmm. know, just barking shit, you know. Yeah. And then we get Elizabeth Banks, you know, nice little cameo there. Hmm. But, oh, uh, I forgot she was in the film. Yeah. Uh, well, meanwhile, Norman gets pushed out of his own company. Yeah, because of the
1: contract with the military going yeah. tits up.
0: Absolutely.
1: And the fact that the... The glider and the exosuit have somehow disappeared.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then we get um, something that does date the movie. Macy Gray at the parade.
1: Is that... No, it's like World Peace Day or something it's, like... It's
0: something Unity. It's I a, think it's like it's World It's an Unity Oscorp Day. Unity Day, which... Definitely sounds like something Amazon would do if they ever somehow got even more money than they already do now. They probably will. Yeah. Um, there's but actually yeah.
1: one bit on the building as well. They used uh, the Lionsgate headquarters and um, one of the panels on the very far left of that building isn't CGI'd <laughs> out. So you can like, it literally, it's like, Oscar, 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 Lionsgate. And you're
0: like... <laughs> Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, like I said, Macy Gray kind of dates this because, you know, so it's like, oh, let's get in someone big and famous in 2002.
1: She was just a one-hit wonder. What was the song she'd been fucking song? She ha- she might have been maybe a two-hit wonder. But, but as like, in, like, she'd, she put out, like, two hits and then, like, she's, um, she's known for being in this movie that she's in her own
0: Yeah. It was, like, oh, um something uh like i try to say goodbye and i choke that song yeah i walk away and i
1: stumble
0: they did that on like i i i'm gonna be honest i only heard that song for the first time due to unfortunately having to watch mrs brown's boys one time
1: no i've known that i like i've known that song but like you were like who sings that song i'd be like i don't fucking know like
0: yeah, so we get that in the parade. We get MJ in an outfit that could, that would definitely have Twitter angry nowadays because yeah. it's a, it is a bit Japanesey.
1: Yeah, a little bit um yeah. Oriental. Also, yeah, the good. fact that like they're up like so it's Harry MJ and a load of like the head uh, head people in Park yeah. on this big balcony and there's a parade. There's balloons, like it's a very all like homey feeling. And Peter's there trying to take photos and he fucking somehow in a huge ass crowd looking around everywhere manages to spot MJ and Harry together on this balcony. And then also Harry manages to look down by I think probably like six stories. Yeah. I happens to see, Sp- like, Peter Parker in this crowd. I remember seeing that, and I was like, bullshit. <laughs> in,
0: in, in a movie about a guy who gets bitten by a spider and gets powers, that camera's abilities as a camera are the most unrealistic thing in the movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, Goblin turns up, full-on Power Rangers villain mode. It's just like, we will meet again, Spider-Man. Yeah, he also... And we get the first fight, he incinerates his co- the members of his own board. And
1: one or two like extra competitions. He also like blows the fuck out of the yeah. building where his son is.
0: <laughs> straight, he straight up Mars attacks murders.
1: Oh yeah, it's really <laughs> shitty CG yeah. and they just turn into
0: skeletons. Uh, uh-huh.
1: And then yeah, after that, Peter runs and does the kind of Superman nod and yeah. takes his clothes we, and then he's we get, we
0: get the kid who's standing there while the blimp is falling and I don't mean to go all heather on this. What the fuck is up with that child? He's just standing there with a big derp face on him while a blimp is falling on him. He had time to run away. Oh, you can kind
1: of excuse it to shock as a young kid. Like, fucking man, like I'm nearly 24, and if I saw some dude flying in and blowing up a building, I'd also be like, that. But fuck. he's not even <laughs>
0: seeing that. He's just looking at this big-ass uh, blimp falling on him. Kids like blimps. I like blimps. I... <laughs> Oh, it just feels very much like it's, kid it's could put have in moved. there. It's He it could have. It's
1: put in there just to yeah. kind of like, look, he saves a child.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, he saves MJ. Spider-Man saves MJ for the first time. And he's just like, you know who I am. I'm your friendly neighborhood you Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Man. Just two, two people in the corner corner in the, on the roof just shift. him. I like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? And then you
1: have Peter, like when Peter's like running down the street, Norman Osborn's behind him on the glider, shooting at him and launching rockets, and like somehow no bystanders get hurt. No, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> and again, it's like I said, we'll meet again, Spider Man. It's like that is a that is a line of dialogue taken directly from multiple versions of the cartoon.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, know,
0: yeah. I just, I just. Every time I hear that, I just imagine... I just wait for the Spider-Man... Spider-Man 60s theme song to happen. Oh, that's understandable. Yeah. Just the closing shot of the movie... Just him doing the 60s (laughs) intro... But, uh, yeah. So, afterwards, Harry comes clean to Peter. Again, multiple violations of the bro code. Yeah. Uh, Goblin decides to get Spider-Man on side. And this is something I did not notice... Until I rewatched it. Jameson's talking shit to Peter, just being like, oh, these photos are shit. I'm going to fire you. And then yeah. Goblin comes in and, and attacks him. And he's like, like who took, these who photos took those me? photos? And Jameson, like, sticks up and doesn't sell Peter
1: out. Yeah, instinctively, he just goes, I don't know. He's just some kid who sends them in by the mail. And I'm
0: like, Jameson is. He's not a good guy in these movies, but he's not a villain because of that. To
1: quote Simons J.K. Like, uh, JK Simmons playing that character makes it look like he'd sell his own grandmother for a new story. And yeah. then he sticks up for Peter while he's being attacked by a supervillain.
0: Although, do you think this MCU version of uh, Jameson will be as noble, considering he's now Alex Jones?
1: Probably not. If he's like, yeah, he's kind of, he's a bit like Alex Jones now. So I'd say probably not. not Alex J.
0: Jonah, James, Jameson Jones. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. And, uh, so yeah, but Peter says, no thanks. I'm not joining your side. He also like, he
1: beats the shit out of him. Up on, like, a rooftop, yeah. and then he's like, join me, and together we can destroy and rule, he, he and all
0: paralyzed that. He paralysed
1: him. Yeah, like, he fucks him up, yeah. and you're kind of looking at yeah. it, and you're like, I know, obviously, for movie purposes why they do it, but, like, yeah. you could be like, he's like, join yeah. me, and he's like, no, and he's like, think about it, you could also be like, I'll be back in five minutes to yeah. make sure I get your answer, and if then not, I'll kill yeah. you. But
0: like- uh, And at some point later on, we get um, maybe the best kit, movie kiss of like that decade. When
1: Mary Jane's walking home and then she gets attacked. She goes like, down a New York alley, one yeah. of the most dangerous places in the world I've learned from movies. Yes. Alley's in New York, you're going to die or get raped. And she
0: gets as, attacked by a group of guys. Who, as someone who's been in alleys in New York, that's, you know, you not far off the mark. Oh, really? Mm. The, there are certain alleys. Yeah, certain well, areas, yeah. You find
1: yeah. it anywhere. You find that in Dublin. Um, but as in, yes, yeah, so then she's walking through the alleyway, looking all sexy, being Kirsten Dunst. And then five guys try to attack her. Spider-Man kicks their ass in the rain and somehow loses
0: his mask. Yeah. You've, you have a knack for saving my life. Mm. You have a knack for being an idiot, woman.
1: Yeah, and then you have a knack for saving my life. And I'll do so for another three films. And we're going to be like for another two. Hi, for I, I'll do it for two movies, but I will have to punch you at one point. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's hanging upside down, puts his mask back on, she kisses him. Also, apparently, both actors nearly got hypothermia
0: during. Yeah, break. this was an incredible. This was an uncomfortable scene mm. for uh, at least, definitely Kirsten Dunst to do because, like, she was in that wet costume for longer than uh, Toby was. Mm. She's
1: also like she's also like fucking. Yeah, she was freezing, and obviously, like little Thomas, little young Thomas um, noticed as did I think every young male boy and teenager in the audience that you could see her nipples. Hi. Yeah.
0: But. Uh, yeah, no, but then that kiss is uh It's iconic. It is, yeah, you know, like e- 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 I've seen even parody in like The Simpsons. You it's know? parodied everywhere, yeah. Like I mean, I'm not going to lie, at one point in time I have asked a woman to uh do that while we're
1: together. The fact that your hand is in your pocket now and I can't see what you're doing just makes that so much more <laughs> <No>. upsetting. <laughs>
0: hands are hands are out on the table here. <laughs> around the table here I have done that with uh, I, I have asked them, will you will you <laughs> be the Mary Jane in this situation and I'm just like leaning over the fucking bed that's like <laughs> m- m- meters is like such a not a gap at all oh. and they're just knelt on the floor I hope your kids hear this someday <laughs> I hope they don't
1: I'll save it make sure they do Anyways, let's move yes, on to next one. Let's weekend. move
0: on. Let's <laughs> move on. Anyway. Okay. Uh so the, everyone everyone just shows up at uh Peter and Harry's for a Thanksgiving. Mm. You know. Which is nice, you know. I mean, two lads just out of high school, are you really gonna trust them making a Thanksgiving meal?
1: Yeah, especially when one like no offense to obviously it doesn't matter the affection, but is it like Harry definitely has never learned how to cook because his no, dad's no. thinking rich and they had a butler and a maid. Yeah. And that, that's and why. Like, that's why. Peter at, like yeah. Aunt May was definitely a stay-at-home aunt. Yeah. Who definitely cooked that's, all of Peter's I, meals. That is a hundred
0: percent why the only footage of any of the cooking is uh, Aunt May taking the thing out of the oven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Norman figures out that Peter's Spider-Man because of the blood dripping from him after their fight. Yeah. Yeah, you know, which is a great scene because they're just kind of like everyone's like, "Oh, is Peter home?" And they're just all in his room, and he's like on the ceiling, mm. which they have done. I'm pretty sure in like every Spider Man movie since. Yeah, kind of have. It's like you kind of have to. I mean, they definitely did it in the uh, the first Garfield movie and the first Holland movie
1: and also into the uh, into Spider Verse that's it
0: that's almost that's how every that's how almost everyone in the Tom Holland movies finds out he's Spider Man he can't do that fucking scene right pretty much yeah yeah always involves Death stars for some reason but uh, and so he just like. Norma's like, I gotta go And then he just starts ripping into poor old MJ Outside the door Mm. And uh, they can all just hear And he's just like, she's fucking white trash But, uh, And yeah, so that's kind of another reason Why MJ and Harry's relationship Is just not gonna work out Yeah, Your dad hates me But also, you are too terrified of your dad To stand up for me Oh, you guys one of the
1: richest men in the world. And... Also,
0: he's the green fucking goblin. Ah, oh, they don't know He that. tried to blow us up for no reason. Imagine what he'd do if we gave him reason. Yeah, exactly. But, uh... Yeah no so Norman then decides I'm gonna go after Spider Man where it hurts where it hurts yeah so he first he just goes after Aunt May first which is a real low blow yeah he comes in in the glider and the mask through yeah. her fucking sitting room window and like uh, that is go that is like a that is a step three as a step one like
1: it, but like it's one of the things it's a theme that runs with Spider Man a lot in the comics is that. He can like he always he can never balance his personal life and because yeah. he has a secret identity, it makes what phillan's finding out about his life so much more. Absolutely, horrifying and, He's, like as uh, problematic.
0: Him and Batman—the are the only two where you're like, if anyone found out the secret identity, they'd be, they'd actually be fucked. Yeah, which happens constantly, like whenever people yeah. find out in the comics, like. But that, but that's mainly just because would you want Batman's rogue Gallery knowing who you are and same, where you live? Like, same with Spider-Man.
1: Like yeah. Batman and Spider-Man are very similar kind of Rose Gallery and how Absolutely. fucking terrifying they are.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he goes after Aunt May and puts, puts her, in her in hospital. hospital you know, where we get, like, another Peter and, uh, MJ scene of, like, you guys have got to get together at some point, you know, I feel like that relationship by part three, they were suffering a bit too much from, come on, shit, or get off the jacks, you know, yeah, because they're just like, oh, it's, it's happening, oh, everything's good after the second one, then by the third one, it's just, like, more issues, Mm. you know, but, uh, and then we get another, and then we get a Peter and uh, Aunt May, heart to heart, where it's like, she's Harry's girl, but is she though? Mm. You know, she's basically like, he didn't give a fuck about the bro code, why should you? I mean, pretty much, yeah. Know. Just be really like, Aunt May just like, go clap those cheeks, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, yes Aunt May, get your bits on. <laughs> Not something
1: I, you want to hear from your, like, fucking, like, 60-year-old ra- uh, auntie. <laughs> I believe we can
0: clap cheeks with anyone. <laughs> oh, it makes us noble. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, so... And then, obviously, he's just like, okay, Norman knows who I am. And... So basically, he goes after MJ next. We get that scene in the hospital where he's just like, "MJ, where are you?" And then uh, somehow Goblin has hacked the phones of the hospital. Yeah, because he was so easy to
1: just. He's rich, and back then, like they didn't. People didn't know what the fuck hacking yeah. really was. Like, sure, they really still don't. You know, in movies, it's just like,
0: "I'm ha- in." Like <laughs> at that point, hacking was still what the little girl from Jurassic Park was doing. Yeah. Yeah, the the Matrix was high-end technology in 2002. (laughs) Mm. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Goblin just causes some mayhem on the... I think it's the Brooklyn Bridge. I can't tell if it's the Manhattan Bridge. I can't really tell. Where's the Bicentennial Bridge? Is that also New York? I think that's also New York. There's a lot
1: of bridges. I feel like it's the Brooklyn Bridge. It's the most iconic.
0: Yeah, like... I feel like it's especially with for, for the first one you kind of go with the more iconic one. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Although again, considering I can't tell the difference between the bridges probably means that unless you're from New York, no one will really give a shit if you blow up the same bridge multiple times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and he's given the choice: you can save MJ, or you can save this uh, school bus full of kids, full of children. Yeah, um, which gives, which just really gives me flashbacks to like the opening of Toy Story Three. Oh no, the orphans! <laughs> and it's just the troll dolls sticking their heads out the window. Um, what do you call it? Yeah, that
1: whole scene's kind of reference to the night that Gwen Stacy died in the Definitely, comics. Definitely, yeah. And also, one thing I love is that when he's like choose and he drops both of them, is that you can see there's a really great shot of seeing Spider-Man's reaction to them. And in the left side of, like, the mask on the eye, you can see MJ dropping. And yeah. then on the right, you see the bus. I really love that shot. Yeah. And um, surprise, it's, surprise, he it's manages a, to save it's both a of
0: better, them. It's a better version of the night Gwen Stacy died than kind of what we got in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because it's just like, it's not something, it's not, not just another thing tacked on to a movie that already had too much tacked on.
1: Yeah, I liked, I I liked in Amazing Spider-Man, I liked the way that, like the actual, like when she like snaps. Oh, halfway, that's, that's like, still impactful. Yeah, you know? it's just the fact that like their version of Green Goblin, with your man Dane DeHaan is just, it's not good.
0: It's not no, entertaining either. It's like, you know, they, 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 they. They literally did, like, three movies worth of build that one trilogy did in, like, half a movie. And, again, it just kind of felt like, oh, we're putting this in there, we're putting this in there, we're putting Mm. this in there. So it's like, oh, Death of Gwen Stacy, that's decent, you know? But it's kind of just like, it doesn't feel as impactful because you know, oh, there's just so many other things building up. Mm. Also, everyone knew they had already cast an, an MJ that was meant to be in it's that like movie. Shailene Wood, is that her Shailene name? Woodley. Yeah. yeah. Her. Girl from Divergent. Yeah. I haven't
1: seen her. Uh, she's in that cancer yeah. movie. What's
0: it called? Uh, Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, that one. Uh, but yeah, and it's just like, they had already released some images. She was cut from the entire movie, but it's like, we've already seen this Peter and this MJ together, so it's like, yeah, Gwen Stacy's going to die. It takes away the surprise of it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah no. Uh, so he saves them, but he's kind of struggling. And a bunch of angry New Yorkers just come to his rescue, just being like, if you want to get to him, you got to go through us. They're on like a barge or something, aren't they? Uh, there's a barge coming to help Catholic. help the children. Yeah. yeah. Drop these children onto this smelly barge. <laughs> uh, you know, this is New York. You mess with one of us. You mess with all of us. Hmm. You know, that was added in. Late on, after nine eleven Because of, like, New York know, they Strong. W- yeah, they wanted to increase the sort of New York pride about the movie, which I fully get, to be yeah, honest, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's like, no not many other se- uh, cities have a, a superhero that is, like, so ingrained in the uh pop culture of it... Yeah, that's true. ...that it takes literally... God... Six movies for him to be somewhere other than New York. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know? it took it took six years for him to go to England. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, and and also it plays into the end of the movie as well with the whole nine post nine eleven America pride thing.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, no. So eventually they get away from the bridge, and Harry and on oh, no, no Norman and Peter are fighting in. I believe it's an abandoned warehouse. It is an abandoned warehouse. Yeah. Um, Where Norman's just like, Peter, you could join me. You could be like a son to me. And he's just like, I already had a father. His name was Ben and I was a bitch to him, but I'm sorry. Yeah. And then Norman like,
1: yeah. like realize like Peter, Peter loses that fight. Like Peter loses every fight that he gets in with a uh, Green Goblin. Like yeah. He always gets fucked up. Which I like,
0: mm. yeah. even in the
1: part that we skipped over, but it's like it's not too important. But when they're in the burning house, do you remember that bit? <gasps> oh yeah, that uh, the fucking jump scare. Yeah, jump scare, like where you see something, like even in that bit, like fucking, he <laughs> still kicks, yeah. kicks his ass. Like you know, like in all like four of the instances of when they fight
0: in that film, <laughs> fucking Peter loses. Peter loses all four of them. Pete I don't think Peter wins a fight until Venom turns. No, until Harry becomes evil, and like the only fight he wins in three movies, he gives his best friend amnesia. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and so Goblin dies not via Peter Spider-Man's like hand, him. but on his own glider. And his final words are, don't tell Harry, mm. which is a line that has retroactively become even more of a heartbreaker for me because uh, I watch uh, movie trivia. Yeah. And uh, there was a number one contenders match a couple of years ago. They got this new guy in who was just blowing through the entire division uh just winning constantly. He gets the number one contender match. Winner gets a title match at San Diego Comic-Con. Cool. Cool. Uh and he's got his five pointer, it's his last question. If he if he hits it, he wins. If he misses it, he's probably gonna lose. Uh the question is what was uh Green Goblin's final words? And he his his response was don't tell Peter, and then he just immediately realizes he fucked up, and the crowd knows it, and the gasp, and his reaction, and it's just like he went from being a monster heel to being just humanized entirely in one fuck up. It's just very much like,
1: oh,
0: fuck, mm. you know. Poor bastard. And he lost. Yeah. You know? I mean, he got a match. He got an undercard match at Comic Con anyway, but uh, you know, it wasn't a title match. So now every time I see that, I was just like, oh. Multiple meanings, layers, you know? But... Uh, uh, yeah, he gets fucking yeah. brutally impaled
1: on his glider. Which and is... Then...
0: And, his, and his final word, his, his, just at the end, he was just like, oh, no. Mm. Which is as close, I imagine, to uh, being able to say, ah, shit. Pretty much in, like, a PG-ish yeah. film. And then it's
1: only in the third one that we find out that Peter, as a bed-up Spider-Man, brought his body... To his apartment where well, the no, it's, took care
0: of it. Well, yeah, well, it's shown here. He brings uh, a Norman's body home. Sh- yeah, and that's why yeah.
1: Harry... Fuck, I forgot about that one. Harry, sees, then Harry it. sees it, and he's like yeah. Spider-Man.
0: But it's, ju- it's just the fact that the fucking butler is a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you for all these years after you literally pumped your entire dad's fortune into killing a guy in a spider costume.
1: Yeah, but he killed himself. Oh, well, I'm going to retire.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna forget this bit, you know. And then we at, have it at the funeral, you get uh Peter uh Howard just been like, I'm gonna kill Spider-Man someday, and you get to see like, yeah, that that friendship is never gonna be the same. Yeah, and then
1: fucking Mary Jane figures out that Peter is Spider-Man,
0: but it's uh, from she the doesn't kiss really I think it's a case of like she realizes she loves Peter. No, she realizes she loves Peter, but when they kiss,
1: at the very, like, her kind of like weird reaction to that is meant to be her realizing Peter is Spider Man.
0: But she doesn't fully see it until the second one.
1: Yeah, but like, my one thought that She'd I always, always had with him. that part was like, is in, like, you've clearly known Peter a while, and it's not like Batman where Batman changes his voice. Peter's yeah. still like, Yeah, I'm your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. And then, like, the next day he's like, Hey, Mary Jane, you're a really good actress. And she's like,
0: no similarities. (laughs) No, not at all. You know?
1: Them lips, boy.
0: And, um... Well, that's... Out of context, that sounds horrible. These lips, boy. But, um... Yeah, Yeah. that's
1: pretty much the end of the film. Yeah,
0: he walks off and just, like... I I, I can only be your friend because, you know... My no, life is too dangerous. Yes, yeah, my aunt ended up in hospital because I dripped some blood during Thanksgiving. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know? but uh, uh, and we get that sort of outro, and again, that's the bit in the score where the horns really come in, yeah. just like that. Doom, doom, doom,
1: doom. Oh, also the graveyard Norman Osbornes buried in is the same that Uncle
0: Ben was buried yeah. in. Yeah, that that just means you know it's like, oh, you know, for a working class, they might just be really fancy when it comes to the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either that or just you know. New York is lazy where they bury people. Stick them all in the same place and you're like, we have a huge population. You're like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, there, is a, there is a place called Heart Island though which is a mass grave. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll say after we are finished mm. here. But yeah, we got, and, oh no, and then we get the awesome Spidey outro with the America flag which uh, was yes, uh, of added in in post because of 9-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, post-production it was released on the 3rd of May 2002 in the US to mark the 40th anniversary of Spider-Man's 1st Yeah. And on the 14th of June in the UK and Ireland.
1: Huh. So we
0: got it afterwards, which yeah. is, which we'd have been pissed, which I'd have been pissed off by if we'd been living at that point, but, you know. We were alive at that point. We just didn't have any fucking, re- like, realization. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what's a release date? <laughs> yeah. Opening weekend, it made $114.8 million, making it the first movie ever to make over 100 million opening weekend no film had ever done that even adjusted for adjusted for inflation mm. so that was that was a record that it broke the uh, first time ever
1: it's like it's because of like if you have superhero fatigue as it can be understandable i never will because yeah. i'm a nerd but um it's kind of it's because yeah. of this film it's because it showed hollywood that yeah, spot like superheroes um, can be popular. Yeah. They can make you this much money. Absolutely, that
0: it's not the poison that it was in the nineties mm. because you've got people now who actually like and know the stuff.
1: Yeah, and it's also like I wouldn't say it's cool, but it's not like it's not where it's you not, know
0: it's not it's not. Bad no, one's, no
1: one's no one's no one's gonna bully that dude who's yeah. like yeah I like comics. I have...
0: uh, opening weekend in the UK it made thirteen point nine million, okay. which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks at the US number one spot. Which is okay, because considering this came out the same one as Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Uh, three weeks at the UK number one. Uh, it was the third highest grossing film of 2002. What
1: was one and two,
0: do you know? Uh, the, two thi- the, two, the two that outgrossed it were Chamber of Secrets and Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Well, yeah, no fucking wonder. <laughs> but, it, but it made more money than Men in Black 2, Die Another Day, and Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So it outgrossed Star Wars. It's not hard. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> like, no. With... Well, like, Spider-Man at that point... I suppose. Star yeah, Wars yeah, yeah, at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. You know? I suppose. Nowadays, it could, ha- it, it could happen. Yeah. At that point, it was like, that's phenomenal. Uh, it still ranks as the 36th highest-grossing movie ever in the US. Oh. Didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, it was the highest-grossing superhero film ever. Domestically, that record was topped by The Dark Knight, but mm. worldwide, it was topped by Spider-Man 3. Ah. So it took a few years. Yeah, You know, even the sequel didn't do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but again, I, I still think that's really good considering, like I said, Star Wars came out literally two weeks later. Yeah. Uh, it was nominated for two Oscars. Uh, Best Sound, which it lost to Chicago. The musical? Yeah.
1: I, like, I love Spider-Man, but fuck me, I love that musical.
0: I can and... see why. And... <laughs> lost best visual effects to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Which that's obviously, funny. you know. I mean you said some of the CGI is a bit wonky and now you watch Lord of the Rings and it's like CGI holds up insanely well. Yeah, it's like insane. Lord of, the Lord Two Towers CGI from two thousand two holds better holds up better than Hobbit CGI from two thousand twelve. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah. Uh so should we go do you want to go John and I know now what the situation involving Tobey Maguire after this movie but before Spider-Man 2 was sure. the whole situation with Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal
1: yeah
0: Maguire was fired after this film because the studio found out that he had been lying to them about a spinal injury that he had got making the first movie as a way to get more money out of them
1: that he was lying, as in
0: that he had had that, one, he, or that didn't... he had a that he suffered a spinal injury. Uh, they found he, it. I thought that was real. It it was a event. It eventually happened, but uh, he got <laughs> but fired. He jinxed himself. He got fired, and Jake Hall was going to be cast, but he apologized to the studio, and Sam Raimi fought to have him brought back. Yeah. Uh, so the studio let him back in. Uh Signing on for two sequels did get him twenty six million dollars anyway mm. i can 't tell if that was overall or for each yeah, I feel like it could could have gone either way but mm. uh, but yeah, uh ironically, his tenure ended after the fact that he did have too many back injuries to do spider man four yeah, so he was lying, and then karma bit him in the ass and the back
1: I think that 's why it 's quite good that now they have an actual like Tom Holland is. He's a gymnastic. Like, he did gymnastics and yeah. he did ballet so he's quite, like, fit all, and he's used to doing stunts and stuff like you're that.
0: you you all seeing him on Lip Sync Battle.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, he's kind of, like, he's built for it and he can kind of do, obviously, like, they still have a fucking yeah. stuntman to do all the other shit but, like, That's Toby Maguire idea. was just, like, he was just an actor and yeah. didn't really do stunt stuff.
0: Yeah, he wasn't even buff for anything, you know. He was kind of, he was kind of like, an, he was a bit of an indie darling, you know, Cider mm. House Rules, Satan's Alley. Yeah. That, that was the one he did at the start of Tropic Thunder right? yeah MTV. with um, the gay priest one MTV best kiss movie Award all winning <laughs> oh but yeah so that's pretty much that's pretty much it in terms of notes uh yeah so just final thoughts on the movie
1: um it's a great film and it essentially like if like X-Men kind of X Blade and X-Men kind of like slightly opened the door, but like this kicked Sam it down. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy kicked it down, and that is what left that it's what it's what Hollywood is now, and it's like it it started all there, and it's why comic book films are the most popular films there's, in the last twenty years.
0: There's a reason we've gotten four movie versions of Spider-Man mm. since two thousand in the last twenty years.
1: Mm. Oh, as my final piece before saying goodbye. I would also like to say that the first ever live-action version of Spider-Man was in, like, the 80s, and the it was 70s. Japanese. Oh, no,
0: there was, a, there
1: was a 70s one, yeah. And it was 70s then, and it was Japanese, and it, like, if you watch clips of it, it's, like, they literally Japanese just Spider-Man. Spider-Man.
0: It's amazing, yeah. It's
1: it's so weird and so random, and Japanese Spider-Man has a robot, and he barely uses actual Spider-Man powers. There's no Spider-Man villains, and that robot is essentially, like, a Megazord from Power Rangers, and it... it That Spider-Man TV show is live action as well, by the way. It's actually what
0: started Power Rangers. The guy who made Power Rangers got inspiration from that show. Yeah. Also, there was a 70s TV version in the States, which was played. I think some guy called Nicholas Hamilton played him. And that's why for years, Charlie Sheen wanted to play Spider-Man. He was inspired. He grew up with that show. So he wanted to play Spider-Man. He was uh, he was campaigning to get the role for this movie of Spider-Man. Yeah. Despite the fact that he was, around the, he was just about to start doing Two and a Half Men at that point. So oh. he would have had a grown-ass... Uh, Spider-Man. Maybe Green Goblin? I feel like Charlie Sheen in real life is Green Goblin. I feel like Charlie Sheen could have been a Sandman. Yeah. He could have been a lot of things. He could have been a decent Electro, could have been a... Oh... What, what Spider-Man movie... What Spider-Man villain does drugs? Could have been Harry Osborn in a younger life. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Rhino kind of does drugs. Like, a lot yeah. of, like, fucking... There's too many Spider-Man. Like, Spider- like, Spider-Man is, like, one of the major rogues galleries out yeah. of the, the Marvel comics. Yeah. Maybe Kingpin?
0: Well, maybe... I don't think he could be
1: a Kingpin. Um, hmm. I think... He has too much neck. Kingpin, but as in, like, Kingpin's quite a big, circular, yeah. ball of muscle. Charlie Sheen's kind of more... Charlie Sheen <laughs> could have been Shocker. The Ooh, yeah. guy from uh into the homecoming
0: the homecoming yeah. yeah the black guy but uh yeah no same like this is a big huge lump of nostalgia for me watching mm. this it still holds up obviously the sequel is better yeah. but i would but i would put spider-man 2 maybe in like top 20 all-time favorite films definitely top 25 yeah i agreed. but uh Yeah, like, and also Spider-Man 2, I would, I still think is one of the peaks of, like, superhero movie sequels, like, Spider-Man 2, Dark Knight, Infinity War, Mm. like, if you want, like, Winter Soldier, Soldier, yeah, like, like, just, that's a, that's a five, four or five movies where I was just, like, that's, like, the gold standard for superhero movie sequels. So, like, this isn't as good, but it's still an incredible introduction for the character. Manages to, like, intro the character and give it its own movie. Mm. And, yeah, I just... I love this movie. Still do. Always will. I'm going to show it to my kids someday. Yeah. And
1: if you haven't seen it, where the fuck have you been living for the last 20 years? Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah. So, thank you for coming on the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. I did. I always have fun here. Yeah, thank you. Hey, you... Thank you for going longer than any other guest. I can always last long, baby. Um, yeah, goodbye, Radioland people. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, I will be back next week. I don't know who, I'll, who will be on. I don't know what we'll be talking about. I don't plan that far in advance. Uh, but until then, thank you very much for watching.